Welcome to the Up Your Backend podcast, a place where we talk about all things that increase the backend of both your business and life. My name is Laura Gusich, and we're going to be chatting launching, strategy, tech, systems, mindset, goals, and tips and tricks, because it's my mission to help as many online coaches earn big through online courses while also having incredible time freedom and spending time doing the things they love most. Online biz doesn't need to be hard, and I truly believe that with the right strategies and right mindset, you really can have it all. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, resources, the strategies, and the teachings that you need to launch your online courses bigger than your wildest dreams. I know that we're going to have so much fun together, so let's begin. So before this episode starts, I am just jumping in to let you know, because, you know, second episode in, still learning, that I did not have my microphone plugged in for this episode. And I was listening back and I was like, why is this sounding a little bit funny? And then I was like, oh, that would be why. So I contemplated re-recording it, but I opted out for that because, um, you know, when we are talking about entrepreneurship and launching and doing all of those things, we really have to focus on what actually matters and what's really going to move the needle forward. And re-recording this is not one of those things. So hopefully you can still hear me. I'm pretty confident that you can, but I wanted to jump in and let you know that is why this one sounds a little bit different. Welcome back. I am so excited to have you here for this episode. After that last episode I recorded, I basically spent the majority of the time deciding if I was either going to vomit or poo my pants because I was so excited and also so nervous all at the same time. And it was just a lot. But now that it's all calmed down, I am back to record this episode. And I'm really excited because In this episode, I'm going to give you the five most common mistakes that I find clients are making when it comes to launching. And these mistakes are um, kind of mistakes where you could either just be making one of them or you might actually be making a few of them, which is obviously impacting your launch even further. So I really, really wanted to get these out there and start helping that you might be able to go, oh, yeah, okay, hang on, I identify with that one and, you know, work to change that because it really is drastically going to change your launch. And, you know, before we even dive into that, let's just talk about launching for a second because launching is one of these things that I think um, we have potentially clients have a lot of fear around and um, the fear comes from A, having to show up quite largely in a really short period of time. Well, what people think is a really short period of time. And they feel like there's a ton of pressure, right? Because they think, shit, my doors are only open for, you know, five, seven, maybe 14 days. And that's all I've got to get money in for however long until I launch again. And that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions that I find most clients have about launching because launching is actually not at all about your open cart. 
Your open cart is when you should be sitting back and relaxing and the showing up period is all of the work that you've done before your open cart. And I'm going to go into a lot of detail, you know, in the further episodes about the whole launch experience and what it looks like and when we should be doing things. And um, it's actually part of my new framework that I've created, which is the Launch with Ease framework. And I'm so excited because I'm going to be bringing that out soon. And this framework um, is, you know, I've been putting this together for quite some time after working with my clients and just identifying the process and the pillars that we really need in order to nail our launch. So that's that, but let's dive in to these five mistakes. So number one is people open their cart and they think that that is when their launching begins. So I just touched on this, but you know, I, I hear so many people and they're like, oh my God, launching is so stressful and I'm so anxious for my launch and they're showing up all of the time in these five days and they're posting the content and they're doing the DMs and they're reaching out to people on Facebook and they're doing all of the things, right? And I'm not saying that we don't need to do those things, but if you open your doors and the work that we've only done prior to that is hyping people up of like, something's coming and really not going further into that. And I'm going to touch on that in um, future points in a second. But if we're really not doing this first work, if we're just opening our doors and thinking that this is when actual launch is, then we're going to fall into problems because the biggest thing about launch is getting eyes on us right? Like we can only help more people if we get more eyes on us. And we can't do that during the open cart period because during open cart, we should be dealing with inquiries and potentially doing sales calls. And we can't then also be trying to get eyes on us, right? So if you're thinking, oh, okay, my launch is the days that I open my cart, let's reframe that and actually say the days that I open my cart are the days in which I make my sales. That's when I'm making my money for the next three, four, five, six, one year, months to year, whenever you, you're launching next, right? Open cart, when you make your money. All right. Number two is that um, people are only focusing on the transformation and, you know, and basically they're not sh- sharing what it's like to experience the transformation with them. And what I was going to say on that is that you're always here, always. People will say, focus on the transformation. What's the problem? What's the transformation? Don't tell them what's in the course. Focus on the transformation. Like I say that till I am blue in the face, right, to my clients. But sometimes people then go too far and they're only talking about the transformation, which we need to do but they're not sharing what it's like to experience that transformation with them as well as within their program. And a lot of clients will go, well, it's a new program. Cool, 100%. But you will have had one-on-one clients nine times out of 10. And you will also then be able to demonstrate the transformation that they'll have inside the program. So, you know, one of the key things here as well is that when we're selling into a program, What we're actually selling is our unique way of capturing the information and taking people through the process to get the transformation. And so, you know, we're needing to actually share that with people outside of those open carts. So before we're opening our doors, we want to share with people the transformation that they're going to get inside. And then we want to share how they're going to do that. 
right? So you need to be sharing your unique process. Is it a framework? Is it a blueprint? Is it a, you know, whatever it is, a process, whatever your unique framework is to get people through the transformation, you need to share that, right? Because that's actually critical. And that is what also makes you different in the market from everybody else. It's your unique way of getting people through the transformation. So on that one as well, you know, a lot of people will go, you're the difference. When it comes to everybody else, you are the difference. And yes, we are as an individual, sure. We bring, you know, we all bring a certain flair to what we do. But at the end of the day, people are paying money and we are a business and people are actually paying money for the transformation. So your unique method to get them through the transformation is way more critical and important than the way that you are connecting with people. All right. So that's number two. Number three is not having a knockout offer. Now, this is something that I didn't really know a huge amount about until um, probably six months ago. And this is game changing because a knockout offer, now an offer, just to clarify this, an offer is not your course or program right? That is the course of program is your framework and what you do. The offer is everything that it encompasses, right? So it's what we're calling it. It's how we're identifying who it's for. It's how we're doing the messaging around it. But it's also the aspects that not a lot of people are including, which is, for example, what is your risk reversal? So, you know, what's your guarantee for people to make the, to do the transaction with you where there's no risk for them? And so many people don't have this. And I see a lot of people get really nervous about putting a risk reversal in because they think, well, you know, people are just going to try and get refunds from me all the time. Or it also then brings up a lot in them. Well, what does that actually mean if someone does get a refund about my program? Like, what does that mean? And when we're doing risk reversals, we're not we're not doing it there to say, hey, come get a refund. What we're doing, and especially if you've got a program or an online course, it's like, hey, if you can show me that you've done all of the work and you have not got any results, sure, I'll give you a refund. That's where risk reversal is critical, right? And then there's so much science around how long it should be. And a lot of people say that actually the longer the um, guarantee, the, the better for people, like the more chance that people aren't actually going to come and do it. But Again, super risky. It's like, well, hang on, my course is only six weeks and what, I'm going to give them a year to come back and say it didn't work? Like that's so long. But these are the aspects that are really, really important to ensure we're including in our launch. And, you know, risk reversal is just one of the aspects that we're really wanting to consider in our knockout offer. And there are so many aspects to this, but it is really, really important that you are covering all of those. So what I've done is I've actually given you a little cheat sheet to show you all of the things that need to be included in your offer. All right. So that's in the show notes for you if you want to go and grab that. Okay. Number four is messaging. So messaging that is focused on the program and not meeting the clients where they're at. (sighs) Sometimes I feel like a broken record, (laughs) but again, super critical. And this kind of touches on the transformation piece a little bit, because sometimes we'll be talking about our course and we won't be talking about the transformation. 
But sometimes it's actually about using language that's going to meet our customers where they're at and how they're feeling, right? And we always, if we can, we always want to be going to a feeling. So I'm going to give you an example, right? Let's say you are a money coach. So you're a money coach and you're saying to them, like the transformation, for example, might be, do you want to save 10K? right? Like, or like imagine saving 10K or by the end of the course, you'll save 10K or whatever it is, right? That's great. And that's an amazing transformation. But as a customer, if I'm dead broke, I can't even think about saving $100, let alone 10K. And so then emotionally, what that actually does for the customer is goes, oh, well, like that's not, that program's not for me. Like, and then they can't actually hear anything else that you're saying because they've already made the decision that program is not for me. And so it's really, really important when we're going through this process. And this is why it's so important to really know your customer and really know their problems, right? Because cool transformations are bloody epic and we need them. But if we don't really know what their actual problems are, we can't help them because we can't talk to them for them to listen so that we can then help them right? And so what it should be in that instance for a money coach, you know, and it should be something similar like, um, you know, do and guys, this is off the top of my head, right? But do you want to stop feeling out of control with your finances? Like that is much more, that's way better. And they're going to be going, yeah, I do want to stop feeling out of control. Yeah, like a hundred percent. And then we're also not putting a number on it, which means we're not separating people, right? Because I could have 10K in savings, like that could be realistic for me, but I might still feel out of control. And so now we're hitting all of those different markets because it's a feeling, right? It's not a physical result in my bank account. So really, really, really meeting our customers where they're at with our messaging in regards to their problem, I ideally we're always going to have a feeling in there as well, is so critical. And you'll find, you know, this is the stuff that you're doing way before open cart, like way, 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 way before. And so when we are doing this, this is our opportunity to then really interact with people and really, you know, doing our polls and our questionnaires and getting people in to have the conversations. And we're not selling at this point in time, so it's not icky. We're just having conversations with them. But that's why they're going to come to you because they are like, oh, wow, this person understands me. Like, they can help me. All right, number four, hopefully this is all making sense. And then number five is not creating enough demand for your offer. Okay, so what do I mean by this? And, you know, when I went to add this one in, I was like, do I add this in? Is it too much to explain in like, you know, the top five? Does it need its own episode? I'm not really sure. So I'm going to try my best to give this one to you. Um, And this is a shorter episode. So I'm going to include it in here, but um, hopefully it makes sense to you. So what I mean by not creating enough demand for your offer is that there needs to be a gap when we are sharing the information about our offer between where people currently are and then where they could be. And that is the demand, right? So what does this look like in real life? When we are doing our launch and we are doing the free resource, right? So we're doing a webinar or a masterclass or a video series or whatever we're doing, in that um, format, we are going, our, our one aim, 
is to try and create demand. And we're creating demand by giving people incredible value, okay? And I see so many people, they'll do their webinar or they'll do their challenge. And this is going to be slightly controversial because there are so many people that will be like, this is the perfect webinar format and this is exactly what you need to do to convert people and blah, 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 right? Cool. Let's just go back to the way in which humans work. And there's a lot of research done around this, right? But let's just go back to the way that humans work. We want connection. We want to know that we trust people and we want to know that whoever we're getting to um, help us can actually help us, right? So it's, and, and also it's 2022, right? Like so many people have catched on to caught on, I should say, caught on to what people are trying to do in webinars. They're like, shit, they're going to sell me at the end of this, right? Like no one wants to experience that. Like, ew. So what we need to do is that we're creating demand. And so we do this through showing or sharing value. And that value is actually nine times out of 10 going to be a really, really small portion of your program or your course. And we're actually wanting to pick that up. And this is not a huge part, right? This is literally like one snippet of a video that you might record that's going to give your um, customer a small transformation, but something that they can feel when they're going through it, right? So you might be sharing with them, you know, the first piece in your framework. Um, For example, you know, if you're in a business course, nine times out of 10, one of the first pieces that you'll come across is identifying your client or understanding their needs or their problems or whatever it is. And so what you might be doing is you might actually take people through that entire exercise that you have in your program. And you're going to take them through that um, exercise. And as you're doing that, what's actually happening is they're going, A, they're learning. So they're like, oh, okay, wow. Like, okay, this is really, really helpful. Like I'm getting so much value out of this. And then they're like, well, I need more. Like if that's what I got free, what the hell is in the course? Like that's the experience we want them to have, right, when they're going through that free resource. So and by doing this, then when you're ready to open your cart, which isn't straight away, by the way, but when you're ready to open your cart, then you've created demand because people are like, oh, yeah, well, I want to work with you. Can you please tell me what your offer is? Like, you gave me so much value. I know that you can help me now. So, like, how can I sign up? And that's the aim, right? And a lot of people aren't doing that. A lot of people are doing, you know, these fluffy webinars or challenges that, sure, may have worked prior to 2020 when we didn't have COVID and we didn't have a gazillion online businesses and we didn't have so many people figuring out what people were trying to do from a sales point of view. And not that it's even bad, right? Because we do need to be showing up and we do need to be selling and we don't want to be thinking that that's bad at all. But what we want to be doing more than making people feel like it's salesy is giving them value. And that is honestly going, if you do, if you take one thing away from this podcast today, it is that. Because that you're going to see the biggest difference in your open cart period if you can create demand for your offer and all you have to do is show them a piece of that transformation and get them to experience huge value with you for free. Um, I'm actually going to add one more in here because this is the other biggest mistake that I see all the time. And as I was reading these, I was like, okay, yeah, that's 100%. I need to add this one in because I haven't spoken about it. So number six is that people think they can't launch until they have a list. 
And um, I want to tell you that your launch is your list creation, right? So, so many of my clients are like, I've got to create a lead magnet. That's the first part of the launch. And they create this lead magnet and it's probably bloody epic, but they create this lead magnet and then they're like, they put it out there, they get all these email addresses and then they do squat. Niente, nothing, right? They do nothing with it. And even if they do, cool, maybe you're sending fortnightly emails, whatever. It's not actually going to work for you because it is too far between when you've done that lead magnet and when you are launching. It is too far apart, right? So, and I want you to know this, your launch, your free resource, that is your lead magnet. That is your list building activity, right? That's what you need to be promoting and putting all of your effort into because that's where you're getting way more eyes on you. So I know I said the other one was if you take one thing away, maybe also take this one away because this is also critical. If you are going to focus on anything, right, focus on creating that demand and then focus on getting eyes on that, right? So if you're doing a if you're doing like a challenge, let's say you're a fitness, right, and you're going to do like a or I, uh, one of my clients was in um, great area drinking. So she um, helped people to stop drinking. And she would always do 30-day challenges, right, or 21-day um, alcohol-free challenges. And amazing, right? Like they were honestly incredible. And she would get thousands of people inside. That's because that's what she promoted every time. Every single time we were promoting the actual challenge before her program, not the lead magnet. Now, you need to have lead magnets, sure, but when it comes to launching, you need to focus on your launch as the list-building activity. Okay, hopefully all of that makes sense for you. I really, really hope that you've taken something away and that you can really start to focus on making those changes to increase the result of your launch. All right, so excited. I be back with you in the next episode and for now have an amazing day and I'll speak to you soon thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode if you absolutely loved what you heard today make sure you hit the subscribe button and if you're not already following me on social media come and chat with me over on instagram at at lauravisage underscore and don't forget This podcast is about helping you to grow your online coaching programs. So make sure you drop any questions you have into the link in the show notes so that I can keep helping you in the best way possible. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode.